1: You're listening to Underground USA
0: Welcome back to Underground USA My name is Frank Salvato Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com Sign up for
2: the new mail out It comes directly to your email inbox and is available 24-7-365 at undergroundusa.com Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people each and every night across
0: the world. Joining us right now from undergroundusa.com, the website undergroundusa.com, go there, check it out, is Frank Sabato. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. Well, Mr. Frank, the first story we have to report, unfortunately, the killing of a United States uh, a journalist who worked with the New York Times as a contractor uh, killed with at least two other uh, people being wounded when they came under fire by Russian forces near the capital city at a checkpoint that they'd gone out to check and see the advance of the Russian troops. And uh, they went to turn around. And when they turned around, they got uh, opened up on. And that was it. End of story.
2: Well, condolences to his family. But when you are a war correspondent, there's always a possibility that you're not going to be coming home. Yep, you know the risks going in. For the reporter itself, it's a you know it's it's a rush executing that job. It's kind of like running into a fire. for as a fucker. Mm-hmm. you live it, you, that's that's what you do. It's the excitement of the job, mm-hmm. uh, that even as serious as it is. But the fact that the Russians probably knew that this was media, because when war correspondents go in, they're usually clearly marked. Yep. Even with the with the flat jackets that they wear, it usually says reporter or media or something on it, and they're typically given safe haven. Mm-hmm. This is just one more piece of evidence that the Russians in Ukraine really don't care whether they're shooting at civilians or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, um, Meanwhile, a Russian airstrike has killed at least 35 injured, about 130 in Stowe County in the northwestern area of Ukraine, 15 miles from the Polish border at a military training base where just a few days ago, we had members of the Florida Army National Guard training the Ukraine forces how to use some of the missiles, the shoulder-top missiles they had, shoulder-fired missiles.
2: This is, they're calling it a special action, or uh, Putin's people are, but this is war and a training camp for people who are going to be going to war against you is fair game. Yep. Again, this is, you know, we can't, we can't be outraged that they hit a training camp, no matter how close it is to the Polish border. That's, that's the part that, that is a little iffy here. It's getting very, very close to a NATO country where yeah. the strike is. Mm-hmm. And if the Russian military was performing at the level that we suspected they could have before this started, mm-hmm. I'd say 15 miles is a lot of cushion. Mm-hmm. But they're proving not to be as pinpoint strike capable mm-hmm. as as we suspected at the beginning and not as mm-hmm. organized and... and logistically supported as mm. they should be so that's get a little close mm-hmm. for comfort
0: now the us air, uh, air a us base in Erbil, uh, iraq uh as well as our consulate there uh was hit by uh missiles fatah 110 ballistic missiles who the ukrainian revolutionary guard took credit for and said yep we fired them we fired them to you by way of iran
2: i'm i'm going to go iranian i, I... <laughs> Revolutionary Guard. Not the Ukrainian Revolutionary Guard. I want to be very, very, very uh, upfront about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is they're in the they're in the nuclear negotiations. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be saber rattling and seeing just how much they can get away with. They're already slapping us all over the stage of these negotiations. What with with the Chinese and the Russians acting as intermediaries. So why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, Biden hasn't hasn't really stood up to anybody, starting with Alaska in the very beginning when China said, yeah, "We don't we don't consider you a world player anymore."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, why not?
0: Well, Denise and I were talking in the last segment about the fact that we were supposed to be sitting in uh, on these nuclear uh, discussions with Iraq or with Iran, rather, and uh, Russia took our place. They were doing our proxy work for us there, and they agreed. <laughs> they agreed to something. Uh, for Iran that uh, we never would have agreed to had we been there. But, oh, well, it is what it is. Here we are saying, you know, Vladimir, you're
2: you're bad. We're going to do sanctions against you. By the way, can you negotiate for us with somebody who wants to go nuclear? That's the dumbest thing that this administration has ever done, and they've done a lot of stupid stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can tell you that we're coming up on a hard break here. Here comes the music right now. But when we come back, folks, we got a lot more to talk about. Including uh what happens if we do somebody does drop a nuclear bomb? What happens then? <laughs> yeah. Well we'll get into all that and hold the plot there, Frank. What happens when somebody does drop a nuclear bomb? What are we gonna do then? Okay, Kathy's gonna take us out to break, so Kathy, it's your turn.
1: You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight, Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. He calls democracy messy, props up the Chinese Communist Party, praises Xi and his regime Known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti American? Larry Fink, BlackRock. Taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. News, insight, passion. AM nine thirty. The answer.
2: This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics, and you're tuned in to the fastest growing overnight radio program in America,
1: The Captain's America, Third Watch, with host Captain Matt Bruce. Call us at one eight seven seven nine six nine eight six hundred, or
2: send us a direct message. Go to the Captain's America That's the Captain's America Take it away,
0: Captain. All righty, I will do just that. And before we get back to Frank Silvato, I got to remind you of this portion of the program brought to you by Moss Nissan. Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Okay, back to Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Now, we've got, let me see here. We got Bagham and Bob on the telephone line. me go over there, okay, Mister Bagham and Bob. What's going on? Good Morning, Captain
2: Frank. Uh, just wanted to mention on the uh, Russia's nuclear weapons thing. A lot of people forget that uh, the United States is not the only nuclear power involved in this uh, thing with Europe. Because France has about two hundred and ninety nuclear weapons on submarines.
0: Never would he and guess. Has
2: about one hundred and twenty, and these are not controlled by the United States. These are on their own independent submarines. And the other thing is what is Russia going to do with Ukraine after they wipe out and scorched earth the whole place and what, what is their end game All right that's it captain
0: All right thank you there bad game and bob go ahead there frank Well I mean it, it used to be that uh, the just the big just the big three
2: had nuclear weapons that's not the case anymore No nope. uh, there's a lot of countries with with nuclear weapons including Israel Yeah so there's there's a lot of different players in that nuclear playing field right now and uh when Putin saber rattles about using nuclear weapons, all of those countries have a seat at the table. As far as Russia's end game with Ukraine, they don't care. They just know that they now own that land. Once this, is over, once this is over, if they are successful, and that's all Putin cares about. He does not care if they are destitute. He does not care if it's a wasteland. He just doesn't care, and and that's historical in in Russia when you look at. The famine that was self-imposed there by Stalin uh, back, I believe, in the 30s, that just I mean it wiped out eight eight million people, right? Because he decided that the the food they grew there wasn't going to stay there. He literally starved them to death. Yep. So the end game in Putin's book, he doesn't care. He just wants to make sure there's a W in the in the column.
0: Yep. All right, we got Mel on the line. Let's go over there, Mel, Saratoga Springs. What's on your mind?
2: Yes, good morning, Captain. Good morning, Frank. Um, in regards to that $13 billion uh, going to Ukraine, what conservative in their right mind would uh, vote in favor of sending that uh, type of money, or any money to Ukraine, knowing what their cost is, and those who are going to more or less uh, on the Democrat side and Rhinos that uh, have made a fortune from uh, this corrupt uh, uh, government uh, that... Uh, is there in Ukraine far, as far as the $13 billion kickbacks as far as uh, military uh, contracts and to rebuild the Ukraine, those who have voted for this, you can bet assured, be assured, that they're going to be skimming from the top of that $13 billion in the form of kickbacks with all of the partnerships that they've embedded themselves in to uh, go over and, 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 and um, honor those contracts.
0: Okay, so, well, uh, well, we'll right. answer that for I'd like you. your opinion, please. All right, thank, thank you. Okay, you first, Frank. Right? Well,
2: Mel's got a point. Up until Putin's advance into Ukraine, if you talked about the Ukrainian government, it was one of the most corrupt in the world. Mm-hmm. The grafting was unbelievable. Remember, this is the country that green-lighted $50 million a year for Hunter Biden for just go, you know listening in on a Zoom meeting with Barizvan. Yep, There's a lot of international players that got very, very rich off the corruption in Ukraine. It is a money-laundering center. Just dropping billions of dollars on them is not a wise thing to do. I get that we needed to move fast if we wanted to help them militarily with with support when it comes to funding. But we could have crafted a little bit better that we were actually financing an outer ring instead of dropping it directly into the government. Because maybe two-thirds of that money will actually go to what it's supposed to go to if mm-hmm. that so yeah, people need to remember when we're screaming, you know, viva viva L Ukraine, that the government itself over there is fairly corrupt still. They're just fighting for a cause that we believe in now and it's a it's it's easy to get behind it, but you have to look at this with eyes wide open. You you can't just say they're, you know, the Ukrainian government, we love them, they're allies, they're fantastic. They've got a problem there that needs to be cleaned up dramatically if they survive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in rebuilding a country, when you're talking about if the corrupt apparatus stays in place, rebuilding them, think at least half of that not going to what it's supposed to go to.
0: Well, I want to get into a couple of different things here. I guess I'll do this backwards. We'll talk about Putin bringing in thousands of Arab mercenary fighters to the Ukraine. We heard about that, um, I guess, a week or so ago, and now they're starting to find their way over there. These are Chechnyan Muslim fighters.
2: Yeah, the Chechnyans are already on the ground with them. He wants to bring in, I believe, 16,000 additional fighters Mm
0: -hmm.
2: from the Arab world, which I find just stunning. When you talk to Arab nations about Russia, and we're talking Muslim Arab nations about Russia— the first thing you hear about is their defeat in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And they're never talking kindly about the Russians. They're always talking about standing arm in arm with their Muslim brothers or, or in, in the land to push out the infidel. And we did that to Russia, and they were inferior. We defeated them. But now what? Now that Putin wants to sprinkle some, sprinkle some drachmas over there, they're, they're going to come fight for him? I find that stunning.
0: It's all about I, the money. I, I find
2: that, it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. This is all the BS about pushing the infidel out and and them being inferior and and that whole rhetorical line means nothing when it comes from people like this who are willing to just grab the mercenary money and let's go fight. Who cares? We'll fight for the infidel. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. It's If the Islamofascists believe they are so superior to the infidel, why would they go fight for them?
0: Mm -hmm. Very true. Now, um, we're going to talk about the nuclear thing. We don't have enough time to do it. i have got about 30 seconds, so I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to go down to the uh, banned cluster munitions, which are being used in civilian areas, which have been verified now, verified that they've been using cluster bombs, plus they've been targeting civilian targets, All of these constitute war crimes. When the hell are we going to do something?
2: It would be nice, but what I'm I'm seeing increasingly from the West is a lot of talk and no action, even with the sanctions. Oil's still flowing to to the European Union. Oil's still flowing to the United States from Russia. We haven't shut that spigot off. We've talked big about it, but nothing's being done.
0: Nope. All right, hold that thought. Can you stick around for a segment? All right. Frank will be right back with me. Then we'll get into some things here, including the uh, talk about the nuclear weapons that are in theater. And uh, don't go anywhere because we will be right back. It's two o'clock in the morning. News breaks. when you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch. crafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. when you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there.
1: News, insight, passion. A.M. 930, the answer. You found it, the most listened-to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army.
0: All right, folks, I want to remind everybody that you need to mark your calendars for April the 1st through April the 4th in Brandon, Florida. The biggest rally of 2022 is going to be here in this town, Tampa, Brandon in specific. Now, you can hear from 18 great speakers, including Lee Dundas from America's Frontline Doctors, Dr. David Martin exposing to COVID lies, Jack Maxey revealing Hunter Biden's laptop scandal, and more. Now don't forget to get your tickets before they sell out. Let's go brandonrally.org is the website. Let's go Brandy Rally. Rally yeah, I'll do it again. Let's go brandonrally.org. Now you can tend in person or stream online the first weekend of April in Brandon, Florida. I'll be there on the 2nd. I'll be making an appearance there on the 2nd. Now let's go brandonrally.org. Don't wait, get your tickets now. Let's go brandonrally.org and don't forget. I'll be there Saturday, April the 7th. Okay, over to Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. We need to understand, and I think we do, but the folks need to understand about these nuclear weapons. And if somebody accidentally triggers one, according to the Atlantic, nuclear war would hurt the climate. Well, how about kill the climate? Is that a better word?
2: Yeah, the the Atlantic is a is a used to be a, a very credible, interesting, insightful, thought provoking publication out of New York City. Now it's just this bizarre, eco zealot, fascist, far left, ridiculous joke of a publication. They published a story about nuclear war what would happen if if nuclear war broke out because of Vladimir Putin and the Ukraine? And the overriding point in the article was that it would hurt the climate. Hurt the climate. Don't worry about the tens of billions of people that could be vaporized. Don't worry about the devastation that it leaves behind. It was all about how nuclear war could hurt the climate. This is an example of how skewed and upside down the priorities are of the eco-zealot left. Yeah. It's really not about anything else but really despising the human race at every turn. When you start talking about this type of mindset, this is the population control people, this is the the eugenics people looking down their nose at the at the masses thinking that we're not we're not a priority in nuclear war it's just stunning to me that people can actually think that way when mm-hmm. you're talking about something as devastating as the as the widespread devastation that would happen in a nuclear exchange over this or even the use of a singular nuclear weapon tactical or not
0: mm-hmm.
2: when we hear these people uh, we hear that these people have a strong lobby voice inside the Biden administration. We've got to keep in mind that they think this way. It's not about the loss of life that would happen. It's about the climate. Talk about buying all into a transformative idea that really does have nothing to do with the climate. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Here we are. This is the mindset that we have to deal with today. And and it's it's shocking to me, really.
0: Well... We've got Russia's use of banned cluster munitions in civilian areas being verified. We've got Putin targeting civilians with banned weapons. We had his troops fire on a train yesterday and shot at a railroad car with 100 kids in it, wounding some that were on board, didn't kill any that I know of anyway. And I mean, what the hell? When is something going to be done about all this? It would be nice to know. The rhetoric is awesome.
2: If you're just looking at the words that are being used for the politicians that like to get in front of television cameras and microphones, Mm -hmm. it sounds like we have a very potent and effective response. But when you actually look at what's being implemented, we're doing nothing. Besides some very Mm high-profile financial sanctions on some oligarchs, Mm -hmm. we're not doing anything. The oil is still flowing in Europe. They, they actually said the EU commission, they, they got together over the weekend, I believe it was in Versailles, France, to talk about how they were going to decouple from Russian energy so that they could give these punishing sanctions on Russia to stop them from what they're doing in Ukraine. And really what came out of it was maybe, kind of, by 2027 we could get something done 100%.
0: That's when they'll turn the spigot off.
2: 2027? It's 2022. Yeah. This this thing will be over and in the books by 2027. So how does that punish Russia mm-hmm. at all, all right. for what they're doing?
0: All right, let's drift on over to the telephone line. We've got Eric in East Tennessee. So, Eric in East Tennessee, what's on your mind?
1: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I'd like to uh, first echo some of the, the stuff that... Uh, well, French you can't Trump do
0: that because then you'd be echoing what we said. <laughs> uh, I, I have, I'm
1: of the same opinion. How about that? Yeah. I'm, of, I'm of the same opinion regarding these uh, the nuclear uh, yeah. nuclear deployment or employment yep. of stuff. That the, while there are tactical uses for nuclear weapons, okay, the main target are people, civilians. Mm-hmm. Okay, kill enough, kill more of your enemy than they kill of you, and you're going to win.
0: Just like Hiroshima, Nagasaki.
1: Well, sure, sure. That was a that was a hello. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, wake up, wake up, world. We're here. But I, I, another thing, I don't know if they still have it, but back in the day when I was on active duty and during the night during the Cold War, the second volley coming out of the Soviet Union was going to be a biological volley yep. because your immune system is wasted following uh, contact with uh, ionizing radiation. You're done. Your white cells, your T cells, it's done. You, you could get get a hangnail and die from the infection that 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 precipitates out of that. that that's number one. Number two. Ukraine is not a member of the European Union. Okay, they're, they're, yep. they're neither west nor east. People, that that's a fact. Okay, and what happened was, and this is my opinion. I think Vladimir Putin pulled the punk card on the inept West as far as what's going on in Ukraine. Okay, they're not a member of anything, and Zelensky is about right. He's the he's the kid trying to walk across the slick log in the back country. All right, you got
0: streams. one minute.
1: Yeah, Roger roger that. Here's here's the situation. The amount of propaganda, straight up fake images and videos. Coming out of Ukraine is suspect. Now, what did they do during the Cold War? We heard all sides. We heard Tass. We heard Pravda. We heard Izvestia. We heard everything coming out of the, the, the uh, uh, Security Council. unedited, you know, edited for time, if you will, but not necessarily edited for content to steer one way or the other. Okay, and now they shut all that down. The powers, of the West, has shut everything coming out of Russia down, whether it's accurate or not. It's still shut down. So the the, 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 the point I'm getting at is. We, we as the West are filthy, knee-deep in corruption, or mm-hmm. there's elements within the, within the administration that are knee-deep in the corruption. All right,
0: 10 seconds. And I'm
1: going to end with this. Everybody's heard of the Heavenly hundred that were the protesters that were killed in Ukraine mm-hmm. in 2014. Okay. Guess what? The only way those all protesters based on the, all sorts I, of evidence, I got to
0: let you go because we're running out of time were,
1: here. Right, We're right, last, last, last last part. They were the only way that those protesters
0: could have been killed were from buildings which the protesters okay. themselves controlled. All right, here Some comes the music. Like Thank you, you very much. I Thank you. Okay, I t- Frank, what do you think? I'll let you have the last word here. You got about ten seconds.
2: Yeah, I don't know where to start. But, uh,
0: <coughs> I know. <coughs>
2: Excuse me. Yeah, the information itself, and he's got a he's got a good point. You've got to look at the sources of the information as best you can. Okay. Uh, Belacat is a is an organization that comes out uh, from from overseas that does mm-hmm. great open source information gathering. Uh, something to take a look at. That's where the cluster munitions information is coming from. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's satisfied with
0: that. Okay, I potted the music down, so we got about thirty extra seconds starting from now. Uh, Russian elite liquidate crypto in Dubai. Yeah, this is what we were talking about at the beginning of the segment. Mm-hmm. Where are the sanctions? Mm -hmm. If
2: we're to have global sanctions, that means applying pressure 360 degrees to stop these people from being able to just live regular lives. When you've got countries like Dubai and the UAE just saying, "Yeah, you could liquidate your crypto here, or yeah, you could change it for exchange it for land over here," your wealth is not is not affected; it's just transformed. Mm -hmm. How the hell is that applying pressure? It's not. No, it's not. So the rhetoric sounds awesome. But take a look at what's actually happening. Russia's feeling no pressure at all right now. None yep. for what
0: they're doing. And it could be 2027 before they turn the spigot off. Jeez. All right, Frank, we'll talk yeah. to you on Friday, my friend. Stay low, my friend. All right, thank you. That's Frank Silvato, everybody. UndergroundUSA.com, UndergroundUSA.com. Go over there and check out all the different things that he writes. Check out his podcast, UndergroundUSA.com. You'll be glad you did. He has a lot of great stuff over there, and I'll be right back.
1: You found it. The most listened-to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army.
2: You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this.
0: I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life, being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it, and it may just save your life.